I'm Anna. And I'm Zoe. Welcome to That Christian Podcast. I do just love our intro so much. Like, I know, like, it's just, I know I said it before, but it's a bop. Well, maybe. Well, I'd love to know what you all think. Do you like our intro? I, like, sometimes I'll just sing it to myself. It's like, yeah, I do that. I'll be like, on the walk, and I'm like, do, do, do. Honestly, I do wish that you could all actually hear the full track because, like, that wasn't even the best part. That was just the most suitable intro. Music. Maybe we should have like a mid-tro at one point mid- and just have the whole thing. Let's do it. Well, not the full thing, but here we go. Violin. Do you remember Grandpa had a theme song? I think right. this would be my theme song. I was singing his theme song in my head the other day and I couldn't remember how it goes. Well, no, I couldn't remember the name of it. Living It Up by Living it up. Kemp something. But yeah, I think this would be my theme tune. Yeah, well, it's like going around our heads every minute <laughs> of every day after doing this for two months now. So oh, Yeah, well, there was a little bit of spontaneous music interludes for you all if you want to listen to the whole track we just the found whole it, two minutes. the whole two minutes of the track we just found it on some royalty free music site it's not anything crazy <laughs> it is special though it's very special to special us, to us. <laughs> so we've actually we're doing a bit of a double recording here because yeah. we've got a busy week and we're both away next weekend but mm. we enjoyed our korma yeah and we had a bit of a Maybe controversial is the wrong word, but... Um, okay, basically, Matthew's dad's a genius. Well, you go you go say it and I'll say my thoughts. So, Matthew's dad taught Matthew, who's taught me, to butter your nan bread before it goes in the oven. Life-changing. I have to say, like, I didn't notice the difference. No, it was game-changing. It's like, it keeps it moist. <laughs> I really didn't notice the difference. What do you do? Sprinkle it with some water? Yeah, just like... Like no, this I think it makes it softer and a wee bit, mm. wee bit more buttery. Well, if you're happy, you keep doing it, but I can't say I was convinced. I will not be buttering my nan breads from now on. I quite liked the korma though anyway, it was good. Oh, it was so good. Butter yeah. beans in it, that is what I would call a game changer. Butter beans in the I actually just added that into pad it out a bit more. It was pretty good, pretty good. It was nice. What was mm. um, your favourite food actually? My favourite food? Oh. That's Not buttered naan, I'm guessing. Not buttered naan, surprisingly. That's a really difficult one. I would probably say a steak. But then, I don't know, I feel I've also overdone steaks recently, maybe. Oh no! Like have you over- how can you overdo a steak? Because it just like for the last few years, like if we're going out for a meal, I'll be like, oh, I really want a good steak. And mm. I don't know if I've just like, like I love the Vauvain one, but it doesn't give me the same like, oh, like satisfaction that a steak used to give me. So I don't know what I'd say now. Yeah, what about you? Do you like a good wee Cadbury's mini egg? Oh, right. I have a bone <laughs> to pick with Cadbury's mini eggs. They've gone up in price, but what? you get less mini. So they're, no. a they're a pound for a pack and you get like, it's like a tiny so wait, they amount. they were a pound for a pack and no, a tiny no, amount No, no, but you get year. less. Oh, 
Well, I felt cheated, so I didn't buy any. I bought Lidl's white chocolate eggs. Oh, that sounds pretty good as well. Yeah, but I was disappointed. I was just shocked at how few there were in them, so couldn't bring myself to buy it. If you could be any food, what food would you be? That is the weirdest question that has ever come out your mouth, I think. <laughs> You've already got an answer to this, I just can tell, don't you? I don't, you? I don't. What is your answer? I don't, I'm trying to think. I think you're a bran flake. A bran flake? Bland, boring. <laughs> That's me in a nutshell. But got, a but got a little bit of... Oh, a pistachio. Hard to crack. So you're an open book. <laughs> Maybe I'm not a pistachio. Maybe you're a pistachio because you're a bit green. <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe I'm a pistachio, like an easy to peel pistachio. <laughs> an easy to peel pistachio. Green and tasty. By green, I meant like you're organic-y, like you're like, you like sustainable living. You meant I look ill. No! <laughs> like, you're a green person, you're What's environmental. What's this episode? I feel like we just lost the plot. Right, this episode we're actually talking about Christians, like, well, we both have our own businesses, so we were kind of going to talk about being Christians in business. So let's swiftly move on to that. Because you never answered, what food you would be? What food would I be? Mm. Maybe a sponge cake. Like, you know those, like, you know in primary school when we got those sponge cakes that had, like, the layer of icing and the sprinkles over it and a then you got rubbish. custard. No! No, I was thinking a classic. <laughs> right, anyway, so as we said, as I tried to say, we're going to speak about being Christians in business. Yeah. Yeah. So we've both got our own businesses. What's yours, Zoe? So I make jewellery from sea glass. Um, it's a weird one for me, probably quite different to you because mine kind of ebbs and flows when I have time and when I'm enjoying it. Um, but yeah, I make jewellery from sea glass. I really love just collecting sea glass on beaches. That's how it started. I just got addicted and needed to do something with my hobby. And I just really, I really loved doing something creative when I spend a lot of my time reading and not really getting to use my creativity so much it was really that's why and I started you've it. always made jewelry yeah I have actually always made jewelry I used to get like um do you remember like the beads we got in Holland and okay. I sat and made rings with them all so I've always loved doing that kind of thing um but yeah it's a funny one because I really love doing my jewelry but recently I've kind of realized that like I need to enjoy it more uh, did you sort of stop enjoying it because it became yeah. a business? I like Not because it became a business, but I think I just overwhelmed myself at Christmas because I think I was trying so hard to like do it well and make money from it and like hit targets. Whereas actually like for me, very different to you, it's not an, it's, I think I forgot that it's a hobby that brings a little bit of extra money mm. and I'm trying to like get it back to that, like enjoy it, have it as a hobby again. So yeah. And then I run a digital marketing company with Dave. I've definitely spoken about him. Dave. What? (laughs) (laughs) I've spoken about Dave before on the podcast um, who I work with. And so I do like social media management, search engine optimization, and Dave does more of the branding, graphic design side of things. So we've got our nice little agency and we're actually about to employ two six-month interns. So we're about to become a little... Ocho family of four. Family of four. That's cute though. I love how much of a family your business is. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about it like that to be fair, but I suppose it, I actually think people that talk about like their business being a family is a bit of a red flag. Well, 
There's a red flag for you. There, so there's yeah. a but no, <laughs> no it's it's, it's a really nice work environment and I really enjoy mm-hmm. like I just love what I do. I love that. Um, so I left my job. I was a digital marketing manager for a company in Aberdeen, um, up until July last year, and then I left my job to just me and Dave set this up, and we have like our own clients, and I absolutely love it. What I love is that a we can sort of pick and choose the work we do, and that like the people we work for. I think we actually all we really enjoy their businesses mm-hmm. and are quite passionate about their own businesses. And I just love the, I actually really love the flexible lifestyle. Like, it's so nice working from home and, like, I've got obviously the dogs, so it's, like, nice that I can just, like, at lunchtime pop down and spend an hour or so with, like, take the dogs a walk and have lunch. And, yeah, I just, I wouldn't have it any other way. I just think I couldn't, I think I couldn't now work for someone else. Yeah, you've, like, had a taste of it and that's you. And then we've also got gals, which mm. is sort of part of part of my work with Ocho, but it's almost becoming like, well, it's become a thing in its own right. So well, it's a funny one because it started as like a sort of passion project, and now it's like actually like a it business. could be a full business in its own right. Um, it's not yet, but I think it. Well, do you want to talk about what gals is? So, gals stands for growth, authenticity, leadership, and support. And me and my friend Lauren, we started it really so. Me and Lauren became friends and both of us, so both of us are obviously like, well, we're both digital marketers ourselves and work from home for ourselves and it can be a really lonely atmosphere and there's not a lot of other people doing it. So we sort of ended up, started to meet up once a week and we just have the most lovely time. We, It's almost like we're colleagues, but we're not. Like we chat about work and we can relate to each other and chat about clients or like bounce ideas off of each other if there's something I'm not sure how to do, I'm just like to Lauren, like, oh, have you done this before? And vice versa. But then also we're just genuinely really good friends. And mm. like, she's now become one of my best friends. So we wanted to create an environment. Like, we have such a lovely time together and we realised there's a lot of others in the same position as us. So we wanted to create an environment for to sort of encourage other women that are, like, it started off for women in marketing, but it's really grown to be women who are, like self-employed, have small businesses, in business or finance. Like we've got a whole range, basically women in business as the the umbrella term, our whole range of people. And it started off our first event, we had 15 people. So we had a brunch, we had a guest speaker come in and we did a little workshop, on like a marketing workshop. And it was sort of networking with the 50, amongst the 15 people over brunch. Then our second event, we actually were going to do 40 tickets, but it outsold, is that the word? Sold out. Yeah, sold out. <laughs> Within two weeks. So we had 60 people come along and then we've got our third event on the 3rd of June now. And our target for that's 100, which is so exciting. We're Amazing. a third of the way there. Yeah. I just find it so funny because I remember you guys saying how excited you were when 15 people came along. We worked so hard for 15 people. So also, so the gist of it is like we have basically the same as, it's all been the same format in that we have, I guess, speaker, um, networking, like informal casual networking, workshops and then net and food. But yeah, like we worked so hard to get that first 15 people mm-hmm. and then we couldn't believe it when we got... 40 within two weeks for the second event and now that we've got like 
what did we publish the event on Friday? Thir- no, Thursday. Mm-hmm. And it's Monday now. And we've got 30 people sign ups. Just, it actually blows my mind. But I'm, I just love it. But anyway. it's such a nice environment because I found when I went, like, I am just a small business doing it, like, in my spare time. But I found that I got just as much from it as anyone else. Like, it was actually what made me realise that I need to start loving my business again. Oh, really? Um, yeah, because I just, I really enjoyed the environment and I started love talking about my business again, which I hadn't really felt for a while. And, like, I got excited and wanting to start making stuff again. So I actually think it really, just being around people, it was probably the environment, being in a positive environment with other people who are creating things. And there's not many other students who start their own business. Yeah, well, I mean, more well, so now since lockdown. But, but I think there's not a lot who maybe consistently, like, yes. you've been very consistently well, doing it. Well, but... <laughs> but, like, pretty consistently doing yeah. it since, what, 2019? Yeah. So, yeah, what, 2019. Three, three years. Yeah. I and, think as well, though, a big thing, like, I like my business sort of grew during lockdown and I was consistent during lockdown and I think it's been a lesson to sort of readjust to how things are mm. now because before it was like like I had so much less stuff to do. Did you have a lot more sales over lockdown and th- like when you were putting in more work? Yeah when I was like posting on Instagram or whatever every day um but now I'm just like do you know like I just love making stuff occasionally doing little fun things and it just makes me love it again and I really want to get out and look for sea glass which isn't something I've actually done for a while really. and I suppose like because you've got it's really nice that a lot of people also start looking for sea glass and give yeah. it to you you get a lot of that don't you yeah well your friend Lauren I need to make her a necklace out of the stuff she but found and... it's so lovely how people do that and then it's like yeah. you're almost getting people involved with your business yeah someone made me little sea glass pouches for like holding sea glass oh really it. it was really sweet but yeah what what like just a wee bag yeah they're just little pouches that like tie around your waist oh. you made one for me and one for mum that's so cute it's really really cute but yeah, okay. no, I actually just think like the gals thing is just so good. It's been so good for me. And I think like, do you know, I'm not even doing it full time. So yeah, it's just, I really, I would say it's quite a genuine, it's become like a genuine community Yeah. with really, really lovely people at it. Yeah. And to be honest, although it is like for women in business, it's kind of become anyone and every, like, to be fair, there's a lot of anyone and everyone mm. that comes. Like a lot of people who are maybe just interested in coming well, along. Like you had to a couple more. of business students. Yeah, which I think that's what it's all about as well. It's like encouraging others, and it doesn't matter whether you're just a like, not just that, but like you're a student. You're not like gone in, into yeah, the industry. Interested in it, or you are. There was someone who's I think like a teacher that was interested in starting yeah. a small business to people who are high flyers and it's so nice that the community spans the whole range of people but I think it's like what we were saying last week or for us like an hour ago um just about your kind of passion being like empowering women and um helping women to be confident and I just think it's such an amazing way like yeah okay it's not a like Christian thing that you're doing but it's just such an amazing way that you can honor God by encouraging women yeah I absolutely love it how I think one thing is Obviously with Ocho, with, so Dave is also a Christian. So in terms of my work with Ocho, with the digital marketing stuff and Dave's branding, we're really, really fortunate in that we can like pray together over things and we've got very much got like the same position on how we stand and view things. And that's a, such a unique setting to be in. Mm-hmm. But 
yeah how do you think how do you find being a Christian in business I think so one thing I've spoken I need to so this is something I'm saying but it's not something I do all the time or remember to all the time but something I really love the idea of is like praying over so sometimes if I'm making jewellery and it's maybe like a custom order even just jewellery in general like pray for the person who's going to receive that and although like I'm not saying I remember to do that every time um Mm. because that's yeah I'm not that great but um yeah it's something I think you know you can use your business in so many ways to bless people and also I just love having like you know I love my regular customers who will like give me sea glass and things and I think being a Christian you can also sort of I don't know I just like I love the community I think Christianity is all about community Mm. and it's nice to be able to like create a sense of that even if it's people who aren't Christians does that make sense you know yeah you're almost like bringing God into your business so then yeah you're shit in some ways you're like sharing sharing a part like I believe God made me as a creative person yeah so I guess and like I'm sharing that gift with other people and like encouraging other people to explore their creativity but yeah what about you well, like, yeah, as I said with Ocho, it's really, really nice that I work in a very Christian environment. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be interesting to see how the dynamics change when we have employees. But I think yeah. because at our core, like, we're going to really try, especially when we get employees, we're going to try and do, like, our Friday morning prayers mm-hmm. and be consistent with that, like, a cup of tea and a prayer. And whether they want to join for that or not, it's up yeah. to them. But, like, it's... A, good to do it and have consistency, but also B, it's good to be like a witness in that way. Yeah, like you're not forcing them to join as part of their job, but you've got that open and it shows that that's what your company's built on. Yeah, and I think that it's got those foundations. But with with the gals, um, I suppose that's a bit different and we're working with a lot of different businesses. And I think the way that I see it is that I can be a witness in the situation and bring... Like, I hope that I can be a light in it. And as I said, like, I do think that I'm... I do think that probably one of my biggest gifts is being that I am quite encouraging. And I think I I like to see the best in people and I notice things about people, I would say. Mm -hmm. So I think, like, even that, I think that's, like, a God-given gift. And I suppose, like, in that way, like, a lot of the values of the business is built on that. But I guess Mm -hmm. it comes from my passion. And I think like Lauren's probably got similar passions and that she's really passionate about empowering people and building people up and supporting others and the whole women supporting women side Mm -hmm. of things so I guess there's a lot of Christian like I guess it's like a business that's got a lot of it's it's people reward does that make sense Uh it's for people it's not for your own gain and for you making loads of money it's so that you can empower people absolutely I think like one thing as well like although Lauren like Lauren is one of the most respectful people of just what you believe in your values and I think that's probably partly why it works so well because you both just like you both love each other so much and care about each other so much and it really comes across in your business yeah that's probably true yeah I definitely would say I'm very very fortunate situations Mm -hmm. like but I think that also comes with, because it is my own business, like both with Ocho and then with Gals, I set the tone for things, yeah. I suppose. And it'll be interesting to see how dynamics change over time. But I do think that because I'm like setting the tone or like contributing to setting mm-hmm. the tone, at least it's, it's, it's really nice. I think sometimes I suppose like the challenging thing could be if there's maybe like 
businesses that have a different drive or a different ethos behind them than that doesn't align with my values mm-hmm. um probably particularly when it comes to like maybe spiritual things or sort of new agey practice things that's where I start to struggle a bit because I obviously want to support the people but then also I don't necessarily like if I don't agree with something it can be difficult to support the business so I think that's where it can get just slight like a wee bit more of a challenge to know what to do and also you still want to be loving to these people I don't want to just turn around to like well you don't want to invalidate what they're doing yeah and but at the same time you need to be comfortable with what you're promoting and that's hard but I think the most important thing is just really staying true to my values and Mm -hmm. what I believe and I think that's actually almost in some ways the best way to be a witness Mm -hmm. you said like a wee bit earlier about how I can't remember your exact wording but something about like how you're able to kind of um have like your foundations of your business as like centered on God but what do you think like obviously very few people are in your position where they can find like build the foundations of their business what would be your kind of um advice for someone who wants to have like foundations of God in their business life but are with a company that aren't founded on God very wordy question but yeah I get what you're saying I think that's good because that and actually that's like I've worked in situations where that's been the case like mm-hmm. my last job although I was very open about my faith at the end of the day I was the only Christian there yeah. and um it's like the foundations are very different but I think the biggest thing I would say is first of all like it is difficult mm-hmm. it, it it's like there's times it feels really encouraging you can chat about God like if you're able to it's like sometimes a conversation comes up and you're able to talk about God and share your story or whatever that's great but the reality is that's not an everyday thing and I just think genuinely just being loving and being Mm -hmm. kind even if things are a bit difficult or whatever if you can be kind in that situation and encourage people and really act in a way that would align with what the bible teaches us and our christian values I think that's the best like you can be a real witness in these situations Mm -hmm. and yeah as I said though it can can be difficult but it is probably the reality for most Christians is that we're in a workplace surrounded by people who don't know Jesus Mm -hmm. and I guess that's like what you're saying as your company grows while you're still at the top of it like you're not just gonna have Christian employees so it'll be interesting to see how that how it grows and yeah yeah I definitely think though at my last job like the most important thing I found was just to be still be just be a good witness Mm -hmm. and love people and listen to people yeah you're good at that (laughs) um yeah I think that like the listening to people thing is so important like it's such a good way there's no point in just like shoving something down people's throat is there like well that's the thing and actually like work environments or even like in my jewelry business just chatting to people like when you start chatting to people about anything you start to hear their stories start to come out and that's where you know being in businesses or companies or whatever does put you in a good position to listen to people and hear their stories and a huge thing is just having a friendship with someone like yeah build the relationship first and then I think the conversation comes naturally yeah like that's well yeah that's the way to do it and there's no point in going in and like if you if you've not got a relationship with them as a human first and foremost Mm -hmm. they're not going to listen to what you say but as they grow to be your friend and respect you 
then that's when they start to yeah. listen and have an interest. It's very easy to say, like, in our workplaces, we need to be preaching the gospel all the time. It's like, actually, no, we need to develop relationships with people and then from that... And, then from, and it's the whole, like, planting seeds. Yeah. Because, yeah, I do think that it, it is the thing, like, that planting seeds things... I was, was there a sermon on that list recently that we listened to? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> Something about planting seeds and... Like, although we maybe won't see the outcome, you never know what that started in someone or stirred in their hearts. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, that's just a very little bit into kind of our businesses and what we do and yeah, being Christians in those environments. If anyone wants to speak to us further about it as well, just get in touch over yeah. Instagram at anyone, that Christian podcast yeah. on Instagram. Or if anyone wants to share stories with us as well about their experiences with being Christians in business. What I'd love to have on this podcast is people like sending us messages for like their opinion. Like I don't know how we say it, but like, are we able to get people's opinion? Like I would love to hear other people's yeah. opinions on what we say. And so yeah, feel free to message us at any yeah, time. Absolutely. Um. But yeah, we had we found a really nice verse. I was looking up. Um. Just being fully transparent here, I was looking up Bible verses about Christians and business. Um, I found some interesting ones that were very out of context, but I did find a lovely one. It's one Thelossians to one Thelossians. Shut up, Anna. I have a theology degree. <laughs> um, I can say it how I like. Thelossians. Anyway, um, so one Thessalonians eleven and chapter two. No, Chap- chapter two. So wait, you're not getting this today. Uh, okay, it's one Thessalonians chapter two, verses eleven and twelve. As you know, we dealt with one another of that. What am I doing I'm going to read this as well. (laughs) 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 11 and 12. As you know, we dealt with each one of you like a father with his children, urging and encouraging you and pleading that you lead a life worthy of God who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. But the reason I really love that one, because it kind of sounds a bit random, but the person on the website did like, Sorry, I'm just laughing at the website's name. Succeedasyourownboss.com But the person's written a little comment under it saying, No matter how successful we become in business, we must always seek to be shining examples of God's light and love. Oh, that's it's the encouraging, comforting and urging you to live lives worthy Mm -hmm. of God who calls you into his kingdom and glory. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for listening to this episode. We hope you've enjoyed it. As always, like, there's no pressure at all, but if you would like to help to support the running costs of the podcast, our Buy Me A Coffee link is in the description. Yeah, enjoy your week, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye! Bye!